Greetings and welcome. Greetings and welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. My name is Joelle and I am the Vibrarian. I am here to elevate, enlighten, and empower. And I trust that you find these conversations as interesting as I do. I am here on the Vibrary Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. And this is just a space for me to hold conversations and discussions uh, that I have scheduled for you. Now, the Psychic Inside Show is Tuesday evenings at 8 p.m. And the Vibrarian Show is on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Now, I believe that everyone is psychic. You just may not realize it. And so by having these interviews on the Psychic Inside Show, I'm hoping that you will hear something that sparks a recognition in you of something that you may have experienced and that you will find a common ground with the guests that I have on the show. Now, you can call in during the show to talk to our guests or ask questions about their psychic life story at 646-787-8436. You can also join us on Facebook and Instagram. I like to call it the Good Vibe Tribe. Now, I believe in spreading positivity and elevating the energy around me. So if you see something that you think is high vibe, that puts a smile on your face, educational, something uplifting, please tag Good Vibe Tribe or Get Lifted. Let me know about it because I would love to share and amplify the positivity. There's entirely too much negativity in the world and I think that we can all be empowered to spread high vibes wherever we go. Now on the Psychic Inside Show I have the honor and privilege of speaking with people who open up and share about their journeys Um, and I tell you we have had probably 30 or 40 people on this show so far the archives of the interviews are available on the Vibrary YouTube channel now Vibrary and Vibrarian what is that word? Well I'm a librarian but I specialize in high vibe information only So that is V-I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N, or V-I-B-E-R-A-R-Y. I definitely want you to go and check out some of the interviews of people that I've had on the show because these stories are fascinating, and I tell you what, every time I listen to them, I hear something new about uh, a gift or ability that I'm always interested and curious about. If you have listened to the show before, then you know that I am a big fan of Gloria Parker's Big Psychic Fair. This event has been going on in Roswell, Georgia for almost 30 years, and that is like a huge testament to the fact that there has been a market for conscious readings from gifted readers, psychics, intuitives, tarot, mediums, palmists. We've had all kinds of people come through Gloria Parker's in order to provide guidance to people who are seeking it, and it never fails that I meet somebody interesting, and I always, when I feel a spark of vibration, 
information, I reach out and I ask and invite individuals to come to the show. Tonight is no different. My guest, she is a woman of very few words. I will say that I haven't seen her just chatting and out there talking everybody up, but if you talk to her, she speaks words that are wise and kind and loving and very knowledgeable. So my guest this evening, I'm very pleased to welcome to the Psychic Inside Show, Disha Asudani. Am I pronouncing your last name correctly? I apologize if I didn't. Welcome to the show, Disha. Let's see if we can get her on the live line. Disha, are you able to hear me now? Yes, I'm able to hear you. Okay, excellent. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yes, absolutely. Okay, excellent. So Disha is a Vedic astrologer and practices the art of palmistry, which I think is absolutely fascinating. And she is an intuitive and wise source of information. I'll tell you what, she sits in the corner and she has her charts and all her tools up and it's a steady stream of people uh, sitting down with her so much. So I haven't had an opportunity to sit down with you myself, but please, how long have you known that you had a special gift? Uh, Thank you telling you, uh, I had those gifts when I was a child, but I was not knowing it, definitely. So I definitely recognized them after my marriage. uh, Because that portal has, yeah, that portal has opened for me only after my marriage. That is interesting. Does the word psychic, is it a term that you consider resonant with yourself? Is it a word that you were familiar with? Or is there another way that you learn to talk about your particular skills? Uh, Definitely it resonates with me. Uh, I'm a psychic but uh, as you know, the psychic abilities for each one is different. So some people see images, some visions, and, you know, some get some thoughts. So my psychic abilities comes when I start my reading, when I'm doing reading the chart, it's a Vedic chart, or I'm just seeing somebody's hands. So when just I see my abilities comes and they give me information about everything, you know. So do you hear and see and then know the messages that you are to deliver then? No, I don't hear them. It comes to me in terms of thoughts. And okay. I, uh, yeah, in terms of thoughts. You know, the claircognizance is like psychic knowing. I think that that is one of the hardest gifts to distinguish because you. how do you explain when you just know something? 
people think it comes from your mind space. But at what point did you realize that it was coming from a different aspect of your knowing? How did you figure that out? Yeah, definitely. Initially, I was not able to uh, differentiate the higher self uh, thoughts and my own thoughts. They were mixed. But uh, mm-hmm. definitely from last six, five to six years, I can totally differentiate both of my own thoughts and the thoughts are coming from the other one, you know. So it's, it's my inner sense which tells me. Uh, because mm-hmm. my own thoughts make me puzzle, my, may give me anxiety. But when mm-hmm. the, uh, thoughts are coming from higher side, it gives me calmness. It gives, makes mm-hmm. me quiet. So that's how I mm-hmm. see the difference between the thoughts. Now, when you first started realizing after you got married, how did your knowing then come to say, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm receiving spirit messages? So here's the story behind it. Uh, you know, I was interested in astrology and palmistry and numerology since very, very, I was very young. But because of, you know, the social pressure and all that, I never explored those things. And I thought these are for just for entertainment purpose or it can be a hobby. So I took it as a hobby and I took my... Uh, degrees, I did my master's, I did my job, uh, but when I got married, uh, you know, uh, my mother-in-law, she is an, she is an astrologer, she's a Vedic astrologer, and not only the Vedic astrologer, she is into all these things, like she's a Reiki master, she knows crystals, and from there, she's my one of inspiration, you know. She's my greatest inspiration. And when I met her, that has given me that, yes, you cannot stop your uh, your psychic abilities and all those things within you. You have to bring it out. So when I met her, I started learning my Vedic astrology from her. I learned the basics from her. And and as soon as I got married, because she's a Reiki master, and from her, I learned the my I, I took my first Reiki attunement. So that is that was the point. I just started. I just entered into all this, you know, into a new world for me. That is interesting. I would say that most people would say that their relationship with their mother-in-law is not that easy to to find something afterwards. So you had a positive experience. Now, in your own family, was there or have there been people who had psychic gifts that you have found about now that you came into your own abilities? Yeah, uh, after, as I said, after entering this world, uh, even like before, uh, when I come to know about myself, after that, even I realized like my parents have those abilities. They were very intuitive, even my father, basically. 
and he was recognizing the evils before it comes and he was telling not to us because we were children that time but i i heard that my mother used to say like your father was knowing it's about to come and now i realize why he was experiencing those things and why uh, my mother they both are intuitive you know so and even from till date they don't know those abilities they have not explored um uh, uh, the reason behind is like the society we are living is not very open to these uh, psychic abilities or to the metaphysical world so they keep hiding their own abilities so yeah but it's in my family definitely now, in terms of um, societal pressures, I think that is a common thing that I have heard in these interviews are that when people were children, either there was a strong religious uh, teaching against those abilities or there was some other kind of pressure that made them uncomfortable with what was happening for them naturally. So do you have any experience like that? Yes, definitely. Uh, You know, I belong to a very uh, rich Hindu culture. In our culture, these all sciences, I call them science, Uh, that is astrology or the numerology or uh, palmistry, many people, many people know these uh, knowledges, they have this knowledge, but the thing is that they are not open and there are particular, you know, uh, our Hindu culture is based on the caste system. In our caste, there is a particular uh, 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 caste who are doing all these things and we call them priests they are peace so they live their living on the rendering these services but for the other people who are not uh, coming in that that caste they know they do have these knowledges but they are not like using that for they just use for their family and their for, for extended family for the friends same that happened with my mother-in-law she has a profound knowledge of Vedic astrology. She is a Reiki master, but she has Uh oh, we got a little distortion on the signal. We'll have to see if we can get her back on the line. The call dropped. If you just give us one moment here, we'll get her reconnected. Thank you for your patience. We'll get her reconnected here in just a moment. Here we go. I just Hi, yeah, sorry, we Hi. lost you there for a minute. So the yeah. last thing that you were saying got all jumbled uh, and muffled and you were speaking about your mother-in-law and being a Reiki master. Yes, yes. So I told you that she has vast knowledge, but she is still she is not using it for anybody else, only just for the family, for the extended family, and for friends. So that was the pressure I was talking about. So, and even in my family, my father and my mother, 
they they had those abilities but because we we didn't belong to that particular caste so we never rent, thought to render those things like i'm giving my services here but if you understand that part in hindu culture these astrological services are rendered by the hindu priests um they are residing in the temples so this is such a social taboo for that like a common man cannot have this knowledge so if they have they cannot use it for their living so that is the oh. question we have yeah um that's interesting because i know um i had been doing research a few, many years ago and i found this um this lecture series that was called a from the Jewish perspective. And I guess I just mm-hmm. didn't really know enough about Judaism because I was like, huh, what is the, I didn't know Jewish had. And then I realized, oh, duh, the Kabbalah, and, you know, there's a lot of mysticism. And so I listened yeah. to this, like, 12-hour lecture series by a rabbi who was teaching his congregation about the stars and zodiac astrology. Now, in like the Protestant Christian view that I came up in, that was unheard of and it was firmly frowned against in terms of current times, although in the Bible there are plenty of references to the wise men following the stars, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is Zodiac and star uh, astrology then a component of the Hindu belief system since there are priests who are delivering this guidance? Is it incorporated mm-hmm. into the religious teaching? Yes, it is incorporated. But but I have realized that time has totally changed. After after the 20 uh, this uh, 2000 has been started, the I I can feel a complete shift. Now people are recognizing that this is not the uh uh, uh like uh, anybody can have that knowledge and can use it, you know, for for uh, for the benefit of the others so time is changing definitely and that has given me courage that i got that courage to come out and use my knowledge for the benefit of the people mhm now you have been providing readings for and guidance for um over 10 years i believe correct yes So how did you transition from just sitting with your mother-in-law and learning astrology was it through friends beginning to say oh would you read my palm and I want to get into the palmistry next but how did you start professionally offering services Yeah definitely it starts with the friends with the family and I was also curious when I learned, started learning I start looking everybody's chart and from from family to extended family i start learning what is even i was correlating with their past whether it's reflecting in their chart and slowly um, like my friends started coming to me asking questions and if you know that our hindu culture is depends totally on astrology like 
so many of our rituals are based on the astrology like if a child is taking birth we have we are contacting to the astrologer to uh, get done the chart the natal chart and uh, there are so many rituals which uh, the time of the birth even throughout our life there are so many stages where we go to the astrologers and we uh, get the like the date particular dates and timing so it, it, everybody goes to astrologer so it's not a new thing so when they uh, my friends come to know that i'm i'm learning and uh, they started coming to me so at the starting i didn't ask any 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 you know money out of them but slowly mm-hmm. they started uh like all uh, you know it's the tendency they were getting the things and they were finding it very accurate so they started giving me donations or gifts so that's mm-hmm. how i started yes i think that's how it happens for a lot of people because uh you don't ever say oh well when i grow up i'm going to be a psychic reader you know maybe now that things are shifting <laughs> you know but when i was growing up there was like uh you know you read about edward casey and like sylvia yeah. brown and like mm-hmm. authors like that and then more recently john edwards so you know there was like a a coming out or coming forward so to speak but it's not like something that you thought oh this is going to be able to support me you know even to the point of full time but mm-hmm. um it turns out i mean and, and is this what you basically are doing now with all of your services yes yes <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. beautiful thing to be able to transition into uh into something that i assume that this brings you a great deal of joy and happiness to be able to even be of spiritual service Mm-hmm, definitely and you are right you know uh, the time has totally changed i i can see a complete shift because now i see the young people they are not at all shy of these abilities they come openly and and they are making their full time thing you know they are they know mm-hmm. they can do it and that gives mm-hmm. me courage definitely yeah it's a rapid shift between the the generations you know uh and so yeah. many kids are now like they're they're like you said they're open already and i see even yeah. at uh the psychic fair there's you know 17 18 19 year olds who are coming with their friends making a saturday of it and nearly every one of them who sits down i can feel their awareness and i'll ask them i say so do you and they'll say yes i think so you know so yes. that is very <laughs> very exciting now right. your your entrance into like knowing when you were so astrology is somewhat different in that it's a system of divination and i would say that um maybe half of psychics are 
using their own psychic abilities in addition to what the knowledge of the planets is. But a large number of people, which I think is why people are able to get um, charts online, because you're really looking at a calculation and a movement and a fixed scientific way of looking at the energies and relation of the planets. Was that then your first kind of of pathway that you stepped into or did you kind of step into that and palmistry at the same time as you were kind of opening up to everything uh as i believe i learned palmistry first and that i learned at when i was very young and little bit contribution was from my grandfather and uh, mm-hmm. but he passed away very soon when i was just 10 or 12 years so i i was not able to learn fully from him because he was he had that knowledge uh, very good knowledge of it uh, but i, I did uh, learn little but as i said it was i was very young and i've never paid attention to it so mm-hmm. i i completely forgot when when as i said when i got married and i uh, started learning the astrology so uh, at the same time because I had the basics of that, so I started learning the palmistry at the same time. So they both uh, run parallelly, you know, in terms of learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you did you do any training outside of what you did with your mother-in-law? No, I haven't. I uh, the things I've learned from her, that's it, and. After that, it's my self-learning. I kept learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, the, from her, I got my all uh, Reiki training attunements. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got my master master attunement from her. So, and mm-hmm. and uh, I realized that that uh, uh, taking the Reiki attunement that helped me to open mm-hmm. to that portal. And from that only, I got the courage to accept all those, uh, you know, uh, the the abilities I had to accept those things. Mm-hmm. That is, I tell people all the one all the time that I think one of the best things that you can do for yourself is have a Reiki attunement and to do the level one Reiki class, uh, any system, you know, Yusui, uh, any of them, but because you will be able to work directly with your own energy body before you ever begin to work on anybody else, you know, it will, if you're into, you know, yoga is a big thing now. Everybody's doing yoga, but if you're looking at chakras and more people now know about chakras in the last 30 yeah. years at least in the United States you know what I mean yeah. so if you yeah. want to work on your own energy body Reiki is an awesome universal life force energy way to work in your own healing so I'm a huge fan right. of that <laughs> right right definitely yes now in terms of the palmistry now I've heard that when you start to look at palms it's like certain folks have a a knack for being able to 
see your story. There's certain things that are, you know, the knowledge of which lines do what, but from what I've heard, it's really like just tapping in and then being able to read Braille almost as if a blind person were running their fingers across. Did it start Mm -hmm. to really flow for you like that then once you really started focusing your awareness on it? Yes, yes, that is absolutely true. So once I start looking at the palms, I can see the whole picture of, I can see the, uh, you know, all the whole personality, the emotional, mental, psychological, and any anything physically has happened to a person. So I can, uh, it's a clear book, you know, once you open it, you can see everything from the hands, the lines, the marks. All marks in your hand, they give all information. I think that it's awesome that the kind of what I would call old school divinatory mm-hmm. arts, you know, palm mm-hmm. readers at one point in time in, in this country, again, you know, I can only speak from where I come from. It was like a carnival or you would go to see the person at the fair that would be reading and there'd be all kinds of costumes and drama about it. Or, you know, at the boardwalk, you would find there would be a crystal re- ball reader or a palm reader. But, this really is a, a a pathway that is very old, and I don't see a lot of people at big fairs that are palm readers. So I love mm-hmm. when I encounter people who are carrying forward that knowledge and practicing it now, and that it's not being mm-hmm. lost. Right, right, definitely. And it is true. Now, people, I have seen so many palmists around me and only in Atlanta area. Uh, I have been lived in, in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. There also I have, some, I have seen people are doing the palm reading. So definitely it was, th- it mm-hmm. was a thought that this science will get vanished or some, this knowledge will go. But definitely not. People are coming forward and they are using this ability and they are using this knowledge and granting these services. That I am pretty much positive for that, that this science and this knowledge is not vanishing at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, did you find a difference when you moved from the north to the south in terms of acceptance or using your psychic abilities? Yes, definitely. I find I find it very different. Um, in New Jersey, it's not very open, definitely. People are not, maybe it is being a little more ears to me, I moved, but that time it was not that open. But in Pennsylvania, definitely things were changing and um, I, uh, I was working with so many Reiki masters, and I was going to their places and giving my readings. People were getting open about these, all or whatever modality you talk about, they were getting mm-hmm. open. Uh, the the response I got here in South definitely is so overwhelming. It's totally different because. Here, uh, people are more advanced about learning and accepting these things. 
definitely they are more, more way more acceptable of that that's so interesting because well, I had one lady on the show who moved to North Georgia so she was mm-hmm. not in the metro area, you know, and okay. her okay. experience was much different. But, you know, in Atlanta, like you said, Gloria's had her fair for 30 years. And then mm-hmm. Aquarius Magazine, I remember being in college and picking in the 90s and picking up Aquarius mm-hmm. Magazine. And Phoenix and Dragon Metaphysical Store, I think, has been around at least that long. So, it's kind of yeah. like there. If you tap into it, then it's accepted, which is nice. Yeah. But if you don't, yeah. then it's still given kind of a, a wide berth by people who tend mm-hmm. to be more traditionalist in the religious sense of things. So yeah. now, in terms of, are are you a medium as well? No, no. I'm not a medium or like I don't talk to spirits. Yes. <laughs> See, um, <laughs> a lot of people, um, that was one thing that is interesting because everyone is psychic, but uh, how you use your psychic abilities is really, you know, um, a personal choice, is what I was always taught. And, you know, mm-hmm. I will tell people in a minute that if you want to connect with your Aunt Bertha, I'm not the reader for you. You know what I'm saying? And I will <laughs> refer them to someone else because, I, you know, I, like you, I don't do that. Although members, like my grandfather has was one of the first experiences that I had of him connecting with me through a psychic reading and then I realized that I had been hearing him clairaudiently singing and speaking to me for a long time before I was aware of it but in terms of reaching out to do that service for others quite frankly that's been something that's uh, kind of given me pause where I've just not chosen to kind of expand my gifts in that direction is there any particular reason why you have not, or is it similar to that, or do you have your own personal conversations with spirit and family? Uh, no, definitely. I didn't get that kind of experience till now. No. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> it's but always so interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's always so interesting how, you know, uh, people are experiencing things. I tell people all the time, there is no one right or wrong way to be psychic. Um, That it could be that you feel things or you smell things or you know things or hear things, uh, but don't ever judge yourself for either having those experiences or not having those experiences as well. It sounds like you have a very supportive family environment where you are free to grow and expand. Do you feel like that has been very helpful for you as you have branched out into your career? Yes, 
Definitely. And I'm very, very grateful and thankful to my family, to my mother-in-law, to my husband, because without their support, I I wouldn't be, like, I cannot think of doing these things and where I'm doing all that and they appreciate me. And um, as I told you, the social taboo is no more at all because of this support. Mm-hmm. So that is... And I believe that for anybody, whether it's a man or woman, family support is it's a it's a must thing. If one has, um, one should definitely feel grateful for that. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm really lucky for that. That is wonderful. Do you um, do you do any instruction of uh, either Reiki or astrology? Are you teaching others at this point? Uh, I have started the palmistry classes, uh, but yeah, it's in my agenda. It's in my future plans that I am. Mm-hmm. I, I want to teach astrology, basically the Vedic astrology, which is I find it's tremendous. Um, it it is like little thorough thing, you know. Person, uh, anybody has to give time and patience to learn that thing. So it's my, mm-hmm. it, it would be I love it to do it in my future, but not now. I'm doing. Well, I tell you what. On Thursday on the Vibrant Show, I am very excited because you have agreed to come back and have a discussion with me about Vedic astrology, which is something that I have been very curious about for many years. And I will mm-hmm. tell you, I picked up a book at Phoenix and Dragon. And I only made it like five pages in before my head started swimming. And I just was like, "Uh, it's too much. It's too hard, you know. And so I didn't continue. So I'm looking forward to our discussion where you can explain some basics of the system to myself and the listeners who will be tuning in. It. Astrology is very complex because it is more than just the three or four sentences that most of us grew up reading in our local weekly newspaper or in Cosmo magazine with their little horoscopes and things like that. It's actually a science that many ancient civilizations, such as the Mayans, who were very tuned into the star placement. We we know from the pyramids and places like Stonehenge that the alignment of the stars has been so, so important by people who lived thousands upon thousands of years before we did. And it yeah. sounds like in Hinduism there is also a, a thread back through all the teachings that does connect to looking at the stars. So as an ancient study brought forward in modern times, from what I understand, even the term Vedic is kind of a new word for (laughs) that branch of astrology. Yeah, first of all, I would say thank you for inviting me on Thursday show. And definitely, I'm also excited to talk about Vedic astrology on the show. And 
uh, I believe uh, Vedic, the word Vedic is given because uh, all the knowledge has been retrieved from the Vedas, the written scriptures. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why it is called Vedic. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I find it it's totally different from Western because in Western they are just giving more emphasis to transit. But here mm-hmm. we believe we are focusing more on the natural chart besides moving to the transit. So, uh, Vedic astrology, I believe it's the name given to it uh, because of its origin. Uh, I think that's all I, I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm like I said, I'm very interested for you to come back on Thursday because I think we'll have definitely a wide-ranging discussion about that system. Um, and I... In terms of the services that you provide, so your typical client, if you could say, uh, who would be the typical person who contacts you and what kind of services are you providing in that capacity, you know, outside of the the psychic fair type of experience? Hmm. So I... uh, I give the services for the palm reading and for the Vedic astrological reading. Anybody, whether it's a child, male, female, of any age, they can come and contact me for uh, if they are curious about their future or they wanted to know about their past even. And for the astrological reading, it is very important to have their correct birth time. That is their... Time is very important because uh, many times people have their date and the place of birth, but in previous times, most people don't have the correct birth time. So for astrological Mm -hmm. reading, that that is very important. So when the people don't have the correct birth time, uh, then I recommend them to go with the palm reading because for the... For them, I don't need anything. I just need the palm, their palm. And I give the online readings also. So uh, it, if the person cannot come in person to me, I, I can read their hands uh, through online. So what they have to do, they have to send the pictures, palm pictures, mm-hmm. as per yeah, as per my guidelines, because it's very important to get the correct and uh, you know different pictures so if a person mm-hmm. interested they will contact me and I will guide them how to take the pictures and how many pictures in which direction and then they send me the pictures and by looking at the palm pictures I can you know do my analysis and then I I'm giving the online you know on Skype, on different modalities, I give, I give the reading video calling through video calling or just by the phone calling. Mm-hmm. So this is my, yeah. And even they can come in person if they are local here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And do a lot of people get both uh, the palm reading and the astrology, or do they start with one and then say, you know what, you did such a great job, let me get the other one too? 
Yeah, yeah, that happens mostly. So what I do, I mostly do my services uh, in terms of the like on hourly basis, like what time they consume. So when I do my reading, it is half yearly, half hourly, or uh, one hour for one hour. So when they, mm-hmm. uh, when I do my reading, like palm reading, and then they get information and they say I'm I'm curious about the astrological I will include that reading but I prefer they uh, what whoever will come they will do both the readings separately because in astrological reading you know there are lots of calculations are involved so Mm -hmm. I recommend them whoever wants to get done the the Vedic astrological reading they gave me their birth details priorly so that I do my calculations uh, and then we, uh, I can discuss their readings, uh, you know, on phone or in, in person. That will save my time and the other person's time. Yeah, that's true. The, when you start to do the charting and stuff, is that like exciting kind of for you to begin to look at a person's chart do you kind of I don't know what the word is like lose yourself in the study of it (laughs) yeah definitely when I see the chart you know it's even when I see the palm it's fascinating because uh, once you once you see a person and you uh, make your make an image about a person, it's I find it almost every time it totally comes different when I see the chart and when I see the uh, hands uh, because things comes entirely different from their own personality, the, from their physique. So it's a fascinating thing, you know, when I see the chart and when I read mm-hmm. the hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you get a good library book and you start studying something and you look up and it's three hours later, you're like, oh, my gosh, that is so fascinating. I know when you're doing work, you can't kind of go into into that level of, of involvement, but it really is so interesting. And for people who allow you to look at their personal experience you know that is a trust that i know most readers do not take lightly you know because if if a person's an open book to you uh then you know there's certain ethics and and guidelines that come along with this work that um everyone i know really does take very seriously you know it's kind of like the priest uh, who hold the the confessional sacred that once they you start speaking with them, what you say is private between you and them. And I assume that you have the same kind of framework with your clients as well. Definitely, and that is the priority of my work, like confidentiality. And, you know, every individual has their own, so I, I, I try never break their trust you know and 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 they come to us you know with the trust that like we go to a doctor and we believe that our doctor never share our personal things with anybody it's the same same thing we follow in our uh, definitely in my services uh, yeah even i uh, here's the one more thing i want to include here so when i do my vedic astrological reading or palm reading 
I, we can see the future, you know, some at some extent. So when we see mm-hmm. something, we never tell the, our client directly about those things. We never let them care about those things. And the mm-hmm. very good part of the astrology and even in palmistry, we have remedies, you know. So if we see some health issue is about to come, we want them, like, they have to take care of their health, like they have to do exercise, take care of your diet. We never directly tell them, like, okay, there's a problem, there's a health issues about to come. So that is definitely a thing we use. Uh, um, it's uh, mm-hmm. it, these terms we use in our services, definitely. That is so, the first thing when I'll talk to friends who don't, have never had a psychic reading before, they'll say, oh my gosh, I'm scared. I don't want to find out if I'm going to die, you know, and that is like a very common thing is that they're like, oh no, Um, they think that it's like you're going to die in 10 days, you know, kind of experience. And I don't know any psychic readers of any type who are, a few of them might get foretelling, but that's not something that they're given in a professional capacity. It's kind of just part of their own being able to see a certain energy around a person, but it's not something that they're like, oh, you know, book a reading with me and see what the your end date is going to be, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be yeah. kind of heavy <laughs> to do and <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> in general. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, even I got some clients, like they said, uh, we are scared to get the reading because we don't want to hear something negative. And I was, say, uh, I was like, please don't think that you are going to listen anything negative. We are going to you the positives and negatives about yourself so that you can overcome all, all those things. We are not going yeah. to tell you that... Yeah, because I believe nothing is fixed, even, like, until now mm-hmm. also. Even astrology, I believe it, your own karmas, like, what you are doing now, play a very major role for any event happen in future. So, mm-hmm. I believe astrology and palmistry helps in that way that you, if you, if somebody is going to just hint you off that something is about to come, if they change their karma, definitely the, the, anything negative can be eradicated totally mm-hmm. from the life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, uh, one of the basic things is that a lot of people will say, well, I don't believe that the stars are going to determine my outcome. And I say all the time, well, you can just align with the natural energies that are present. Like fishermen, mm-hmm. they know that when the fish are running and when the moon is full, planters know that you plant things in certain seasons. And if you don't follow the tides of the fishermen, you're going to be doing more work and you're not going to catch enough fish. So following the natural order of the planetary influences has proven itself to be helpful to people in a very literal way, such as feeding yourself the things that Mm -hmm. you need if you're lined up with the season. So to me, following or looking at the stars to see what the opportunities and challenges could be is not a, a 
big leap of thought, you know, when it looks to my personal decisions, which are always at play. And like you said, at any given moment, you could decide to steal something or you could decide to not steal something. And thus hinges (laughs) your karma and your trajectory from that moment in time, you know. Definitely, yes, yes. Now, where can people reach you for readings and services? Do you have a website? Yes, I have a website, and my website name is Your Future with Disha. That is www.yourfuturewithdisha.com. They can reach out to my website. Even I have a Facebook page, so that is the Palmistry with Desha. So they can reach out from my page. They can send me a message, and my whole information is there my email address, my phone number. They can contact me from both of the sources. And you spell your name D I S H A. So for those of you who are looking, and I have provided your information on my Facebook page, The Vibrain as well, and link to it on my Instagram. And uh, in the next day or two, this interview will be available on the Vibrain YouTube channel, and all of Disha's contact information will be there for people who are listening to this in the future, know that you're timing of hearing this was perfectly aligned for you and do not hesitate to reach out to that contact information now I have to say that you will again be at this month's big psychic fair the big psychic affair happens every month on the first weekend of the month now with July 4th it was pushed back a week so it's a bit of an anomaly but this weekend if you are in the Atlanta area you can come up to Roswell, Georgia to Harmony Place, the Big Blue Barn. Uh, You can Google that and find the address. It's on uh, Green Street, I believe, in Roswell, Georgia, historic Roswell. Uh, Make a day of it because there's awesome readers and vendors there. And you'll be there on Saturday and Sunday, Disha, correct? Yes, I'm, I'm there on Saturday and Sunday both days. Well, and the readings there are very affordable. If you've never had a reading before, it's an opportunity for you to have a short 20-minute, 15 to 20-minute reading um, and to sit down. You may want to get more than one session if you want to really be able to uh, take a look at both your palm and your chart uh, in sitting with mm-hmm. Deisha. And I definitely, it's from 10 to 6 on Saturday and noon to 6 on Sunday, so please go up there and uh, take a seat with her, sign up for one of her time slots. I know I'm going to be signing up. I will not be there this month due to being out of town for family travel, but I keep saying I'm going to get on your books, and I definitely (laughs) mean that. It gets so busy up there. It's hard to – we see each other as we're passing by to go get people to sit at our tables. It's like, I have a – I've been meaning to sit with you. (laughs) You know, so um, 
Now, I'm very excited because tonight you have agreed to provide on-air readings for people who call into the show. I know that we've had people listening on the phone lines and also listening um, in cyberspace. So those who, um, we had one lady who called that she was not able to hold on the phone, but I know she's going to be calling back in in just a few minutes in order to have her reading. And um, would you share with us a little about what type of reading you will be able to deliver on the phone this evening? So uh, definitely I will not be able to do the palm reading here on the mm-hmm. phone. So I decided to do the astrological reading on phone here. And as I okay. told you for the astrological reading, definitely if somebody wants that, they have their birth details like their birth date, time, and place on hand so that we can I can draw the chart and I can definitely... I'm looking forward who is there, who is the, our caller who wants to ask questions. Okay. Well, Patricia, I hope you're listening through your computer and are able to go ahead and get that prepared. Uh, We're going to start that up in about three minutes. So I just wanted Mm -hmm. to kind of get the housekeeping together about that. And please remember, these are on-air readings. So if you are calling for that, be aware that this reading is taking place in public space. And you're basically, you know, agreeing to that Um, this is going to be part of the recording and of course we don't use your last name or anything like that so your uh, overall privacy is protected but you know if at any point in time you feel uncomfortable please do say so and we can definitely take it to where you could have a private or personal reading as well now Disha do you do YouTube readings or forecasts do you have a YouTube channel uh, I have a YouTube channel for my palmistry, but I don't give the readings into that. I have given uh, the you know the knowledge about palmistry, how they can understand palmistry and see their own hands. But I uh, it, uh, maybe in future I, I will do that. I will uh, give the forecast weekly or monthly forecast. But right now mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I will hope maybe you would at some point be a contributor on the Vibrary YouTube channel um, to give us talk or uh, information or readings. We would love to have your videos as part of the information that's there. You know, the Vibrary is really like a library. It's a place where you can go and you will find many resources, not just books. You know, at a library, you have books and computers and teachings and programs. And at the Vibrary, we have classes and workshops and interviews and discussions. And I hope that it one day... Someone will be searching on YouTube for uh, psychic awareness, and they will come across your episode tonight on the shelf of the collection, and they will take the time to listen to this uh, conversation that we've had this evening, and they'll say, oh, thank you (laughs) that this was available because I never would have thought that I would have 
been able to hear a story from someone like this. And I know that these conversations are, you know, divinely guided for me to have these times. And I'm so appreciative when people make time to open up their life for the public to hear about. And I don't take that lightly. I'm so thankful that you agreed to come on the show and share with everyone. And I know we talked a little bit ahead of time and you said, I've never done anything like this. So I just appreciate the, the moments that you've taken with us this evening. No, thanks to you, definitely, Vabirian. I am literally grateful that you invited me to talk on that show, you know. Yeah, it's my pleasure, definitely. Well, it's so many walks of life when you see, uh, you know, people like uh, Rocky Yang, who was on the show, and Shiva Jahan, who was on the show, and Tangela, you know, we've got Baptists and Hindu and uh, Buddhists and Catholics uh, from Ireland. I mean, it's from all walks of life that people are coming on, and that's what makes my heart feel so full, because there's a commonness that goes beyond our cultural supposed divisions between our religious supposed differences and it's all people who are crossing those lines and saying I'm here and I have a gift and I would like to offer it to you if you would like to receive it all are welcome mm-hmm. definitely and it, it's it's uh, it's a wonderful thing the vibrating is doing definitely it's it's bringing all the people together who belongs to the same you know they have the same foundation so mm-hmm. it's a definitely a great work yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm waiting for Patricia to come back on. We told her my thank you to my uh, my loyal friend and call screener Tanya for handling the switchboard this evening. She's always in the back end making sure everything goes smoothly. So shout out to her. And I know that we asked Patricia to give a call back at uh, at. 9 o'clock Eastern time. So we'll give her just a minute or two more. And then if she's not back, then we'll go ahead and wrap up for this evening. I do want to ask you, oh, here she is. So if you'll just give me a moment, we'll get. Hello. Hi. How are you? This is Joelle. Welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. Thank you. Thank you for uh Thank you for inviting me back. Oh, I'm glad you were able to call back in. It is definitely a long time to have a phone on your ear <laughs> to hold, but we do like to do these uh, shows at the 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 readings at the end of the show because this is more about hearing the stories that are being shared with us than it is about psychic readings. We can kind of go anywhere for that, but I like to keep the focus on the individual. So I don't know if you got an opportunity to hear these to share earlier about that she will be able to read from your chart as part of the reading this evening. Did you happen to catch okay. that part? 
I didn't. I just heard little okay. bits and pieces. <laughs> so, well, do you have your birth date and time? Uh, well, yes. My birth date is July 16th, 1958. Okay, well, uh, oh, happy coming up birthday to you. Thank you. <laughs> So, Cecilia, um, can you time, repeat the year? Repeat the year, please. The year. Yes. Fifty-eight. Okay. And the time, I'm not too sure, but I believe it was early morning, maybe starting at maybe five a.m. Mhm. Okay. And what is the birthplace? Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. So, as you're not sure about the timing, but I'm taking the 5 a.m. time for you, and I will draw the chart. Uh, But uh, definitely when the person doesn't have a, a correct birth, uh, time and then astrological readings are not we say it can be accurate or it cannot be because the chart definitely sometimes changes uh, it within a minute sometimes it changes after hours so we are totally dependent on the timings but timings so let me draw your chart um, and uh, Patricia I'm just putting the information in my computer and uh, I'm just getting your chart, uh, the Vedic chart here. So before getting uh, that thing, uh, do you have any particular question about your, uh, uh, about about this chart or any question? Well, yes, since this is a new year for me uh, from astrology mm-hmm. and probably numerology standpoint, um, I just wanted to really get some uh, clarity on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I've been well. I've definitely been wanting to, and I'm, and I'm moving in the direction of self-employment, uh, business ownership. Um, okay. And I need to know um, be, with my musical talents, uh, be it with the songwriting. Uh, and with the performing, um, writing, freelance writing, and under that mm-hmm. will be copywriting and, of course, creative writing. And also I'm, I've am started to uh, speak, being a guest on radio shows, which is uh, <laughs> I, want to, I want to create my own uh, company and my own show, uh, the, mm-hmm. what they call under podcasting. Which one um, is going to be for the remainder of this year? Should I? And I have been, uh, like I said, you know, really, I have other uh, uh, other interests and uh, uh, desires uh, with the voice acting. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, which one of those? Uh, as I said, this is a new year. Would I be putting my attention on and to getting started? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
Patricia, um, uh, have you ever get them your chart, Vedic chart reading, so that I confirm no. your? Okay. So uh, Vedic chart reading depends totally on the ascendant sign. We work on the ascendant sign, and ascendant is the first house in your chart. In in the uh, uh, we call it lagna chart, the natal chart. And that is coming number three. Your first house is number three. That is Gemini. So uh, here I will not go in much detail about the chart. I will just concentrate on your question as you are, uh, I say, you are interested in the career uh, perspective, future career perspective. And no, my Yes. Yes, yes. So, uh, Vedic astrology totally depends on the Dasha system. That is, we call it the Vimshotri Dasha. So, Dasha is the uh, planetary time period in your life. And your whole life is divided into that planetary time period. So, you are right now under Venus Dasha. So, Venus Dasha has been started in 2010. And it will it's the longest, you know, time period in anybody's horoscope it is totally 20 years of time period and in that 20 years of time period we have the sub time periods of all nine planets so that is we call it the sub time period and you are under the Rahu Rahu sub time period in your chart uh, Rahu is the north node, north node in terms of western palmistry so besides going into these technical terms, I am just looking at your chart for your career perspective and I'm looking very positive numbers here in your chart. So and this time period is still twenty twenty one of January and even after that I'm seeing Jupiter time will come and that is also showing me very positive. So here I'm seeing the numbers of creativity in your chart so I find you are a very creative person from inside and not only in one field you are very creative in different fields so this all gave me information that you should go for definitely I will say um, even these numbers are very good 611 are the winning numbers so whatever pulls you definitely you should go for that and speaking it's 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 a very yes from my side. Like wherever you feel a pull, where you have to speak, go for that. Do you understand right. what I said? Yeah. So the the speaking will get the priority. Yes, yes. To speak about like speak out loud what you have, the knowledge you have inside. Just bring it out. So, and and this time is continuing till 2023. So don't get afraid of anything, taking any decision. Just go for it, because this okay. is the time for you. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Huh. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, obviously, still be working on the others, but uh, uh, yeah, I was just uh. I started speaking this year, um, yeah. speaking on an internet, well, another show on this uh, Block Talk Radio, and mm-hmm. uh, I was thankful for the opportunity because I was wanting to do that, well, 
God, about 10 years ago, but it, and I had gotten some training, but nothing ever happened. It was, I just felt like I, I was, much as I was putting in the effort to do that, you mm-hmm. know, there was like a, uh, I could f- feel like a block or something. So I don't know if it was not the timing at that time or what. Uh, yeah, so yes, and I, I yeah. will uh, be focusing and, you know, just practicing, you know, the writing, uh, the copywriting mm-hmm. as well as the creative writing. And uh, I believe those will uh, be complementing one another uh, because also in my spiritual, uh, my life's past, I do feel and believe that uh, the writing, uh, but also uh, music, healing, and and play with uh, energy, you know, like sound mm-hmm. free, uh, sound healing, along with using musical instruments, um, and the um, the speaking. I I have a strong feeling. In, uh, about that, and um, so I'm talking about also from a, from a spiritual standpoint as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I can see your all creative things. Like it's not the one thing you are doing. There are lot many things you are handling, and uh, you'll be able to make a, definitely a profound. You know, uh, something is about to come in in come in coming two years. All right, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, yeah, and I'm just, you know, preparing myself to relocate to another and live in another state. Um, and it will be new energy, a new life, and uh, in more ways than one. So uh, thank you very much. Um, and uh, thank you again to the uh, moderator uh, who... Mm-hmm. Uh, Got me to got, got me onto the show. Yeah, well, thank you. I thank appreciate you, your patience, and uh, I would definitely, you know, the um, the Vedic to me is like a a different lens to look at things, which I think is many possible ways that we can spiritually look at our lives. It can only benefit us, you know. Uh, It's like having a lot of maps that can help us to align to our highest path. And I appreciate you willing to talk about your hopes and dreams and plans on the show with us this evening, Patricia. Thank you very much. And I'm a big fan of blog talk as a forum because it gives everybody an opportunity and there is somebody out there who wants to hear what you have to say. Don't ever doubt that. Yes. Yeah, and I do agree with you that, you know, with the there are so many avenues you know, with the astrology and numerology and uh, so, and I've not had any experience with Vedic and I know I'm just Pythagorean, you know, with the numerology, but I mean, that's so, because at one point I thought about that I was going to focus on uh, being a with the numerology as a reader, but uh, I didn't get a feel or a sense. Uh, but I still, obviously, I still believe in, and the numbers, they have relevance, the numerology and course astrology as well. So I will 
you know, start really getting educated on the uh, Vedic uh, astrology now, and numerology. Well, Disha, I had a question. You mentioned six and eleven were uh, numbers. Could could you um, was that based on her chart, or was that like her life path, or what was that uh, that you spoke yeah, about? Yeah. So, yeah, I talked about six eleven, and then we see the chart. You know, in Vedic astrology, we have numerous charts for different things, like D nine chart, D ten chart. Navamsha, Dashamsha, so many charts are there. So where, uh, according to the question, we have to see that particular chart. So the question was about the career. So I had to look to the Navamsha and Dashamsha chart. That is D9 and D10 chart. So uh, in that chart, uh, I work on the coordinates, uh, on the Nari coordinates here in astrology. So 611 are the uh, coordinates which gives information about the winning, like whatever you are up to. If you, uh, if I see these numbers in your planet, then they give me information that you will get the very positive results, whatever decision you make about it. So that's what we, I call that six level numbers. They are the winning numbers. If somebody has mm-hmm. in their astrological chart, yeah. So and she the Patricia, Patricia has in almost out of nine planets she has in six planets that six eleven wow. coordinates so that's why I said don't get afraid mm-hmm. you know sometimes we procrastinate the things only because of our fear and that's what I just want to remove that just go for it it's it's your mm-hmm. chat is very positive for that. All right, and I will definitely listen to the replay of the show to learn more about you uh, <laughs> and, and Vedic astrology. Yeah, thank well, you, please, Patricia. Yes, and please tune in Thursday because we're going to talk more specifically about Vedic astrology and, uh, of course, in the general sense. And, of course, if you're like me, go ahead and sign up for a reading <laughs> with her <laughs> so you could get real specific. Now, I have a quick question. Disha, is it possible for people who do not know their exact birth time? I know that in Western astrology, through a series of questions, um, an astrologer can kind of backtrack by when certain things happened for you and kind of zero in more specifically for people who don't have that birth time. Is that also something that in Vedic astrology you can reverse engineer with a series of questions? Yes, and thanks for asking me this question because I wanted to answer this question because many times we do not get the time, correct time. So there are two ways for doing those readings. One is called the BTR, that is birth time rectification. Though it's a little lengthy process, in that what we do, uh, we go with the estimated time and we take all the events, the past uh, the time events, uh, we calculate that time and we make our time adjustment in the chart and come to a conclusion at one particular time, which, you know, which gives all correct past events. So this is the one method we do 
to get the correct time, correct birth chart, but it is a little lengthier uh, process. So other mm-hmm. other one is called the it's a different astrology. It's called the Horari astrology, the Question astrology we call it. So it works on the basis of, you know, sometimes a person has a burning question in their mind and they are into a middle of the road where they have to take one decision. That time that helps, that astrology helps. So in that we don't need anything from the person, like we even don't want their birth date. So we just want the one number from them. And But the most important thing here is they should have one burning question in their mind. And then we can use that form of astrology that is called Horari astrology. So with that only number, we draw the chart with the current time, with the current scenario, like now time. And with the heavenly help, we get the answer of the person's uh, question from that chart. So hmm. these are the two ways we get to know when the person doesn't have the correct birth time. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. I'm glad that's the same thing because that's the, the biggest thing that people don't have their birth time. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, Patricia, thank you for coming on the air this evening and agreeing to have your chart read in public and for listening and tuning in. I'm very appreciative of your support. Thank you very much. Thank you. Tell me the time on Thursday. Thursday night it will be at 9 o'clock Eastern time, and it will be the same phone number you dialed if you were listening on the phone and same blog talk channel which is blogtalkradio.com slash the vibrary and if you don't catch it live you can always just look on youtube and you can uh i'll have this episode up within a day or so Uh, A lot of times it's hard to catch things at the moment, but you can always queue it up for your morning drive on the replay later. But it's always nice to have the live call-ins when folks do call in, and it's especially nice when my guests have time to be able to provide on-air readings for people. So best of luck to you in your launch of your project. Sounds like it's going to be a great year or two for you. Yes, I'm looking forward to the creation and the implementing and the doing of it. Thank you very much, ladies, and have a good evening and be prosperous and well. Thank you so much. You too. (laughs) And thank you, Judy. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, this has been great. I really appreciate your time this evening on the show. And as I said, um, you can catch a personal reading with Disha on, Disha on Saturday or Sunday. The address to Harmony Place is 1035 Green Street, Roswell, Georgia. And they're there from 10 to 6 on um, Saturday and 12 to 6 on Sunday. That zip code is 300. 
I know there are Groupons out there I think That you can get where you'll get Extra bonuses uh, I think some crystals and things Like that if you uh, pur Purchase the Groupon uh, The readings are really affordable uh, For the value that you get And there are also Vendors there who are Selling products that they also Are creating out of their own Personal gifts that they have received uh, in order to create products that help heal and uplift people, which is such a beautiful energy to be in. So I thank you so much this evening. And I, I wanted to ask you, was there any particular challenge that you experienced overall in terms of accepting and moving fully into your gift? Was there anything that you would have by way of advice to people uh, in terms of stepping more fully into accepting themselves? Yeah, definitely. I would like to share one of my things. You know, when we come to know about our gifts, the major challenge is how to execute it, how to uh, tell people, how, and we are afraid whether the people will accept it or not accept it, and that is the greatest fear everybody has. So I mm -hmm. even had that fear, and that kept us for keep us uh, procrastinate the things and uses our gifts. So I will say everybody, whoever has these gifts, don't don't be afraid of acceptance because you have to accept yourself first. It is you mm -hmm. are not accepting. That's why you are not. You are you are seeing the approval from others, and because you have not accepted, that's why you are not getting the approval from others. Once you accept mm -hmm. it, you will see everywhere approval. So that is the main <laughs> thing, major challenge. I, I I have gone through it, and I have overcome that. Yes, that is. That's advice for anybody, whether you're talking about accepting your psychic self or your pudgy self or your short self or your <laughs> mathematically challenged self, acceptance and love for yourself. That is such, that's the bottom line right there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, Thank you so much for coming on this evening, and I look forward to reconnecting with you on Thursday evening on The Vibrarian Show, where my topic will be Vedic Astrology and Eclipses. We are in the middle of eclipse season. We had a solar eclipse on July 2nd, and we're going to have a, a partial lunar eclipse on July 16th or 17th. So we're going to kind of wrap the two up and to look at their importance and terms of our lives and opportunities that are presented and we're going to get a little more into the Vedic system of looking at the stars. My guest this evening has been Disha Asidani. Thank you so much for coming on the Psychic Inside show tonight, Disha. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. I'm really grateful uh, to have on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. And to each of you who are listening this evening, I absolutely wish for you all of the blessings that you could possibly hold and that those blessings then spill out from your arms to the world around you. The light in me absolutely honors the light in you.
Namaste. Namaste. Good night.